Hey, welcome to Camarillo Community Church. My name is David Hurtado. If you are new to us, uh, welcome. We're so glad that you are here, kind of uh, joining us at a pivotal time. We're going to go through this series called Illuminate. I'm really, really super excited about it, kind of uh, setting the pathway for us moving forward. Uh, but many of you know that I started off, uh, kind of went in my feet in ministry as a youth pastor. I was a middle school youth pastor for 12 years. Uh, many opportunities along the way to quote-unquote um, uh, upgrade or get a promotion to go to high school ministry. And each time I said, no, I think I want to stay right here in middle school ministry. In fact, one time I even just hired a high school pastor, became his boss, and I stayed the middle school pastor. And it's not that I don't like you high schoolers. You guys are cool. It's just that you were so much cooler like three years ago. And <laughs> your little brother and sister are like, yeah, I love that guy. Hate my brother. I love him, but I hate him. Anyway, so, um, so you know, I got my kind of feet wet in that, and I did this... Um, for years, I did a, uh, was a part of a, uh, of, a, of a camp in the summer. It's kind of unique. I don't know if I shared it before, but basically we would rent a yacht and we would go off of, uh, we'd port in uh, Long Beach and we'd go off the coast of Catalina Island and we would anchor over there and it was a huge lot yacht. It was like a 50 uh, yards uh, or 150 50 yards uh, long, three stories high, and it had like 12 or 15 staterooms. We'd pack these kids, and you could take 150 kids on the, on this boat, and we'd pack them like you know bottom bottom bunk, middle bunk, top bunk, and there'd be like nine kids in a stateroom. It was crazy, right? And uh, it was one of those things where you could you know during the day you're out banana boating, you're snorkeling, you're kayaking through caves, or you're you're hiking uh, Catalina Island. Uh, you're doing everything. I'm jumping off the top deck. They had a rope swing. It was just awesome, awesome thing that we would do. And so these, you know, we just take these kids, go out there, enjoy nature for a week. It was awesome. It was really, really cool, cool deal. And so, um, and I remember going uh, one time. We went and we were in the captain's quarters. Of course, he's got, you know, he's charged the boat, you know, type of thing, making sure we're all safe. And he said, we got to get all the kids back in the boat, and we got to uh, move our anchor point. We're going to go to the other side of the island. And I thought, why, why are we moving? So, well, the, the wind conditions are such right now, it's a little choppy out there. The kids are not going to enjoy the water as much. It's not as safe. Uh, and really the bigger deal is if the wind picks up even further, then we can actually drag our anchor. And, and the boat can actually move because the anchor is no longer holding the boat because the wind is pushing it along. Uh, so that's whole kinds of safety issues. We could, you know, obviously drag the boat into the island. Uh, we could drag the boat into kids who are in the water. And so we're like, yeah, we better move, you know. And so he moves us. But I, I thought to myself in the back of my head, like, well, if it's windy on this side of Catalina, why would it not be windy on the other side of Catalina? But whatever, uh, you know, I just trust the captain. And so he moved us to the other side of the island. And, you know, it was a good move because wouldn't you know, but it was just like clear as day. I mean, like glass water. There's no wind. I don't know how on one side of the island it's windy and the other isn't, but probably has something to do with the island and the wind hitting the island or whatnot. And, uh, and so we went there and we just kind of anchored there. And, and it kind of hit me, you know, this guy, uh, this captain, he had several anchor points that he could go to. He knew of them from the back of his head, you know, if there's a boat there, I can go over here type of thing. Several different anchor points along the way. And, and really this sermon series for me, it's kind of describing for us what our anchor points are. Um, uh, how, things that will tether us to the ground, tether us to our mission, kind of anchor us and align us to move forward. So what direction are we going in and what direction are we not going in and how do we make that decision? What are our distinctives? Uh, what distinguishes us between, from, from our church from other churches? Not that I'm in competition with any church. We're not, we're not in competition with any. But what, what are we about? Where are we headed? Uh, uh, how do we choose where we're going? There are so many things to be, uh, to be, um, 
that you could be involved. And I remember uh, in my previous church being uh, head of the missions team, and we're trying to figure out what are we going to support as a missions team. We have money coming in. We want to support different things. I mean, depending on who you talk to, you could build wells in Africa. You could uh, get involved in the refugee crisis in the Middle East. You could get involved in so many. We can help women in, um, I had a friend in an organization with, in India helping women. And the, there's so many different, how do you know, what are you going to do? And you can't say yes to everything. So how do you hone that in? And really what we're going to be doing this month is talking about illuminate values moving forward. These are the values that we're going to be about. These are going to be our anchor points. These are going to be the very things that, that uh, keep us from drifting, the foundations on, on where we're headed in the future, the things that keep us aligned and tethered to our mission and our goals. And so I'm really, really excited about it. And the interesting thing to me is, obviously, I come in as a new lead pastor, and I have some things I'm passionate about. There's ways that God rung me and, and, and things that I have to be about. One of them is the Bible. Obviously, we're going to teach the Bible. Things like things that say, God just built this inside of me. And for me to be the leader that God wants me to be, I've got to do these things uh, that God's passion made me passionate about. The cool thing is, is I le- as I learn more and more about the history of Camarillo Community Church, there's a lot of those same ideas, a lot of those same values that have been espoused here in the last 30 years. And so it's almost like maybe God knew what he was doing and he kind of made a perfect little connection there. And so I'm really excited on this next four weeks to talk about where we're headed and, and how we're going to get there and why it is that we have those values. And hopefully they're always found in the scriptures. So today we're going to look at the value of community impact community impact. This is something that, again, it's, it's true to me, and you've heard me say this many, many times already, um, if you've been to any messages. I, mean, I don't just want us to be a place where we come in the room, close the doors, worship God, and then leave and make, and, and, and really nothing else happens because of our community. That we just come in here, we have our little holy huddle, and we leave, and we're, man, that was great today. No, this is more like the, the huddle We come in here, we huddle, we make the plan, and then we go out those doors, we do the play, you know, and we get out there and we do something and we make an impact in our community. And you got to remember this illustration as we talk about a post-Christian culture or post-religious culture. They look at us and they say, what value are are you to us in the community? When you, when you leave the Christian principles or the religious principles that established this, this, this country, and now it's like, well, with religiosity, we, we're, we don't value that anymore. That's not one of our values in our culture. They look at us and they say, what, are, what good are you for the community anyway? All we know is there's seven acres here that if we would have put a business that we, every time there's a transaction, there would be at least taxes that would come to benefit the community. But because we put you there in the seven acres, you're tax exempt and you do nothing for our community. And we're going to look at that and say, how can we flip that on its head? How can we be so community minded and have a community mindset to impact the community where they would say, no, they're valuable to us. They're valuable to us because of what they do. And so that's what we're going to look at today. But before we get there, we're going to have to turn to a passage of the Bible. Open your Bibles up to Jeremiah 29. Jeremiah chapter 29. If you have a phone, open it up. Make sure you go there. We have it on the screens if you don't have a Bible with you. But we'd love for you to follow 